Thank you for tuning in to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to and all my amazing guests have to offer, please consider supporting the show by subscribing to our Patreon. The link is at the bottom of the descriptions. All donations go to support our ability to continue to bring you fun and informative content. We can never do it without support from the listeners like you. So thank you. I appreciate you all. And without further ado. Hello. Here. How are you, Patrice? I am well. How about you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. <laughs> my uh, my IT guys get to leave, so we're good, we're good. <laughs> I'm good. Bye, IT guy. <laughs> Take care. Have fun. <laughs> Will do, sir. <laughs> do you have any questions before we start? No, not at all. Not not unless uh, you have anything for me that I need to know. <laughs> no, we're gonna hang out. Okay, I can do that. All right, let's do that. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. I am Rashawn Parker, and we're going to talk about all things service industry related and whatever else we feel like talking about. If you haven't yet, please go watch my television series, Beyond the Check Worker Owner Edition, now streaming on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV. Tubi TV, it is free TV. Lots of fantastic chef owners. Go check them out. I have a wonderful guest today. She is the uh, CEO of McCabe Productions. They have a new uh, series out called RV There Yet, where they're traveling the country and finding all kinds of really cool places and states that you just don't think that you would want to travel to, but now maybe you're going to. Ladies and gentlemen, Patrice McCabe. Hello. <laughs> what, a, what an intro. Thank you. Yes, all the, all the fun places we get to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you've been all over me and my wife. Me and my wife watched. Uh, I think most of the series already. Which one? Which one was your favorite? Or um, I'll tell you which one. Mine was was my favorite. Was uh, Nebraska? Like you said, lots of places you didn't think you wanted to go. Um, that one would be my favorite. I was really into. I'm really into Space Camp. So I wanted to go to Space Camp when I was a kid. So uh, yeah. the the whole space one was one of my favorites i also watched your blooper reels i feel like there could have been a lot more bloopers <laughs> there could have been. Let me tell you, season one we were also a little uptight that nobody was you know loose enough to mess up <laughs> oh. we all of us were saying you know when we camp and hike normally um we're just a bunch of knuckleheads and uh, goofballs and uh season one filming you know trying to figure out a lot of things in logistics. Uh, nobody, nobody was loose enough. <laughs> yeah, I think because I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I completely understand that because, like, season one of my show, even like in in post production, like I was very like we took out all the bloopers, all the like funny stuff, you know, like yeah, yeah. It, it all got cut, and it, that was a mistake. And in season two, I th- there was one episode where I just left all the all the mess ups in, and that's like everybody's favorite episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> season three, I'm leaving yeah. all the mistakes in. Yeah. You're so <laughs> season one, and you want It's like you know meeting your in laws for the first time. You just want to really be perfect, and and mm-hmm. uh, everybody wants you to be human. And you know, we all we all make mistakes. Yeah. There were some missed gems um especially the black tank fiasco good lord if we could have been rolling on something that would have been wonderful but we would have that would have been gold <laughs> you're never rolling um, when you wish you were rolling either that's 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 the other caveat is that right new rule 
new rule, uh, GoPro, at least a GoPro will be on everything at all times. <laughs> right. All the time. It's just, right. it's just so much storage then. <laughs> I know. I know. I hear you. <laughs> but season one was fun. It was uh, only six episodes um, because of the pandemic kind of uh, delayed us, kept delaying delay uh, when we could get out and some of the travel restrictions. So only six episodes for season one. Um, season two is in the works right now. Um, just getting logistics and places we're going to be going. Uh, locked in and that'll be 13 episodes um, oh, so you're, that'll be- you're going on real trips <laughs> right <laughs> really uh so you're on motor trend tv so that's Correct. fun they got you they they uh give you really nice like the rv is comfortable uh the rv's comfortable i'm in it right now actually oh you uh, are in it <laughs> yeah, why would we want to be doing it in here? We have our studio on property, and we have um, a place to keep our RV. So we often come in here and do uh, Zoom meetings with you know the the our advertisers and things like that. So um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's all it's a, it's the pseudo office as well. Right, right, and you know it's good to get out of the office, and then I can kind of feel like I'm going to be on the road and, you know, I get excited when I'm in here. It's, it's my happy place. So sometimes happy hour is out here. You know, there you we'll go. Just grab some wine and what we call happy hour food is schnickens. That's kind of our word. We're like, Hey, you just want some schnickens for dinner? What and is a schnicken? Schnickens is just finger food or, uh, you know, like, uh, like a charcuterie board or just like a snack board. Okay. Um, schnickens. It, it can be, it's like the stone soup of, of just snack plates. Right, right. And it's just a little bite of something, you know, and we, if you're not really hungry for dinner in, we, we're in Tampa. And so in the summer, it's just so hot here and you never really want a big dinner. So mm. we usually do a lot of just schnicken dinners. Schnicken dinners. <laughs> it's fun to say. <laughs> It's not chicken, people. It's snickin. Snickins. It's a variety of things. Right. It's lots of little bites. <laughs> well, that's fun. Do you eat a lot of snickins on the road? We do. Yep. And my favorite thing to do is go find, you know, new snickins and, you know, like uh, pepper jelly, you know, pepper jellies and jams and pickled stuff. And, you know, when you go into a, a local market or like a historic downtown district, um, just, or even the farmer stands, you know, when you're rolling through some of the Southwest or, um, gosh, just to go pick up fresh fruit or fresh vegetables and just see what's local. Um, that's my number one, uh, favorite part about traveling is food. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the incentive really to get me to go in. I didn't see you guys eating very much in season one. We're, no, you didn't. We're going to be eating some food in season two. Yes, sir. And more campfire stuff, more cooking around the campfire. Um, You know, again, season one was just kind of figuring it out. Um, We had to have the episodes ready. It airs first on Discovery. And so by January 1, we had to have the episodes ready. Um, So it rolled out six weeks on Discovery and then six weeks on Motor Trend. Um, And we've got one more episode on Motor Trend. And, um, you know, still figuring out the format. So we had a lot of kind of sponsor obligations that first season um just show them what we could do for them get and it then, done 
Yeah, season two is we're going to loosen up, make some mistakes. And it's going to be a party. <laughs> yeah, and have a campfire party. So I'm definitely going to cook more uh, and definitely going to be, you know, around the campfire a lot more. We just campfired it. It was uh, my wife's birthday, so we had, a, we had a little bonfire and friends over and made s'mores around the campfire for probably the first time in years. Yeah. S'mores are is so it, good. Doesn't it just taste like your childhood? Like you just take a bite and you're like, oh man, why I'm, haven't I done this? I mean, just, just you know, even just like starting the fire, right? Because I don't know why. It, it, sometimes it's too cold to have a fire. <laughs> and then it's too hot to have a fire, right? When yeah. you live in the South. So it's, it's <laughs> we found yeah. just the perfect, like, you know, spring evening to like light the fire and yeah, pretend to be Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts again. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And it, it's just, it changes the whole mood. You get a little bit of music going and. Instantly, you're happy. Uh, do you have any favorite uh, places that you've dined in some of the like off off the beaten path, uh, oh, like no. Nebraska per se? Like, well, Nebraska, yes, it's always. I'm from Nebraska, so going home, um, I always have to have what we have a specialty out there called Runza. Runza. Um, Runza. It's Funza to say, uh, but <laughs> everything you eat is Funza to say. I, it should be. Um, it's a it's a cabbage and meat and onions and spices all rolled in this uh, bread pocket kind of thing, and you cannot get it outside of Nebraska unless you order it and have it shipped to your house. But always have to go do a runza, and they have the best onion rings. Mm. Um, and sounds very German. Uh, very Czech, Polish, Czech, Czech, a lot Polish. Of, yeah. A lot of that was um, Nebraska settlers. I'm still a very big Czech population in Nebraska, um, and a lot of that same kind of food, um, really good, home-cooked. But um, other than that, I would say, have to say the Southwest. And it's Um, kind of the same climate, too, right? So, Yeah. (laughs) Right? So the the pickling just went so well (laughs) just just for 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 the colder climate. Well, they settled where they probably felt comfortable and knew, you know, the seasons and knew how to behave in those seasons and plant and all that. So um, that's always on my list. And my husband uh, always knows that that's part of the trip when we go back, (laughs) when we go back to Nebraska. So, um, but for me, I guess a surprise flavor or surprise food was visiting the Southwest um, all those chilies and spices and um, the hatch chilies um, were a big thing. And to this day, I still order from a, a chili farm out there to get them shipped out so I can. What's a hatch chili? What's that? Hatch chili? Hatch chili is a special kind of chili. It's just like um, like a like a jalapeno or the serranos. It's just got a, a special flavor and they dry them. And um, they make a powder out of them, and they're a little spicy, but not um, too spicy. But not, uh, not too spicy. I like it. Uh, I like heat, but I don't like burning my face off. So <laughs> I like I like tasty. heat, and I don't even mind too spicy. It's just it's the after effect. Yeah, the heat in the mouth is okay. It's 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 what happens afterwards that's usually the most <laughs> painful. But fun fact yeah. about peppers, though, uh, pepper is, is the number one aphrodisiac food on the planet. I mean, I, may, may, I can see 
Why? I mean, everything kind of gets on fire a little mm-hmm. bit. So, Just cause all the flushing know? stuff. And, yeah. yeah. I hung out with uh, with uh, Aphrodisiac Chef, who told me all about the magic of peppers. <laughs> oh, very good info to have. <laughs> so you're welcome. Next time you're in the Southwest and you're wondering why you're feeling so frisky, it's probably Maybe. because of all the peppers. <laughs> Maybe that's why I really have fond memories. <laughs> Was there any states you got to go to that you hadn't been to yet? Uh. Yes, actually, um, we're talking to um, a state up in the northeast, Maine. None of, uh, none of us have been to Maine. Um, I've been Vermont, New Hampshire, but not Maine, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you definitely want to go uh, swimming in the ocean while you're there. Okay. No, yeah, you I don't. You. No, you I don't. You. <laughs> <laughs> we went as a, I went as a kid, and we camped on the beach in Maine, and there's this little island that was like just off the coast and you could see it. And I was just determined that I was going to get to that Island. And my dad's like, you're not going to get to that Island. I was like, I'm going to swim to that Island. He's like, you're not going to make it like two feet to that Island. And I'm like, I'm going to. And I got in the water and I turned immediately back around. Right. Really cold. (laughs) You know, we were in Indiana uh, at the sand dunes national park a couple years ago and it's on Lake Michigan. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. It almost looked like we were in the tropics. It was just blue water, blue sky, gorgeous. And so we were sticking our feet in and you get to your ankles. And by the time you, you know, you're standing there for <laughs> 30 seconds, your toes are frozen off. You know, feet are just, blue. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, my husband's from Florida. He grew up in Cocoa Beach. So there's, there's no way he would do that either. <laughs> So you enjoyed Maine then? <laughs> uh, well, we're, we we have to see it. You know, we have to get. Oh, back. you haven't been yet. No, we have not been. Oh, you we have not, not been, been yet. No. Oh, okay, lobster. Oh yeah, lobster. Yeah, lobster. Yeah, got to get the whole lobster. Oh yeah, and the clams. Yeah, I love the cold water clams. Up, uh, I used to go to New Hampshire a lot as a kid. Uh, New Jersey, you know, all that cold water seafood is just delicious. So, yeah, give me some lobster. <laughs> we'll make some good schnickens. <laughs> Do me a favor. If Motor Trend gives you a boat and you see a little island somewhere off the coast, just go say hello to it for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys got to ride uh, fun little bikes around, which made me jealous because I feel like I was putting in way too much work and you didn't seem to have to put in that much work. Um that was fun. How'd that come about? Uh, that is uh, rad electric uh, bikes, the power bikes. And uh, we have a friend of ours that actually ha- rents rad bikes out in Kauai. He lives on the island. And he said, listen, knowing that we were going to be, you know, out and filming and uh, have the crew and everybody um, just having something that we could get around easily. Well, it turned out to be just a bunch of kids on their bikes. Like you got your new 10 speed. Um, <laughs> it is so convenient, so much fun. You can work at it if you want to, you don't have to be. So uh, you, can, you can get a little exercise if you feel like it. Yes. I always, I always do because that way I can have an extra glass of wine or an extra bite of dessert. You know, I can, <laughs> you know, quiet the voices by doing a few more pedals. I mean, um, you're, you're already there. <laughs> you're already on the bike you might as well right <laughs> exactly 
But I mean, it was opened up so much for us. I mean, we did all of the Grand Canyon, which we, we have hiked it number of times. I mean, I don't know how many miles we've hiked in the Grand Canyon over the years, but um, the bikes just were a, just a, a surprise, um, just a, a delight. Um, a godsend. <laughs> you can it see, the, you see the whole Grand Canyon in, in a day instead of... Pretty much. I mean, you could go right from the RV campground all the way up Hermit's Rest, which is, I think, eight miles and back. Um, and they have the new greenway where you can be right up on the rim. Um, and it's just, it really did, you know, and it, after a whole day of hiking, you can get on it and go to the store, you know, and, and not feel like your feet are going to fall off. And, right. You know, it's it's that, really good. That, they, is- that, was, that was probably could be one of the highlights of this whole season was having those bikes. <laughs> technology. Didn't even know. Oh, who knew? <laughs> and I'm such a purist with technology. And that's why I had my, my IT guy in here hooking me up. <laughs> I'd go back to a phone on the wall in a heartbeat. But I did like the rad bikes. <laughs> cord, cord and all, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you had when like... <clears throat> You had to haul the phone around the house, and the cord had to be like two hundred feet long in order for it because right. there was only one phone in the house, and it had to get moved around from like room to room. Yeah, but if you wanted privacy, you had to shut it in the door and hold the cord. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Rotary, you had to, you had to well, watch the watch the wheel spin. Oh, and anybody who had a zero in their number was <clears throat> like, "How dare you? How, do you know how long it takes me to call you?" <laughs> yeah. things people will just never remember we'll never know i remember not having a microwave you know and to this day we when i went to go put in uh, double ovens in our house we ripped out the microwave and i still don't have a microwave in our house Um, really and yeah so I i don't miss it i don't miss it see ours just broke like a month ago and it took like three weeks for us to get the new one because just like supply chain issues and stuff right yeah. and because i'd have the hood fan on the bottom right like it's whatever and for those three weeks i just to heat up like i was amazed how did i ever how did we live without microwaves before i just all i want to do is warm up my cup of coffee and now i gotta get out a pan and heat it up and dirty pan and then put it in it what in the world how did we live how did we do this? I'm telling you, it, everything tastes better, though, when you heat it up the old way. I mean, it just, I know. I microwaved this right before I came in the office. <laughs> I know, I know. But, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, what, I mean, I still warm up soup in a pan, you know, but, like, if I'm going to make, rewarm, like, frozen soup or something, I'll, I'll heat it up in the pan. Um, but, yeah, I don't just, Toast oven's my favorite. Oh, I love toast oven. And oh, my new, I cannot even travel. I have one just for the RV, is my air fryer. Yep, love the air fryer. And I know that it's kind of a trendy thing, but right no. now, but I'm telling you. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> French fries and, and tater tots and that. They're, Onion they're rings. Never, oh, perfect. Just, you know, yeah. We have the Ninja 5 in 1. What you get? Oh, gosh, I have just a tiny one for in here, and then oh, I don't even know what I have in there. <laughs> <laughs> we got the one that has the grill attachment. 
no, so I got like, that. So you like flip it over and it's it it grills. Yeah. Have you tried um, uh, chickpeas? Do uh, olive oil and a ton of spices, whatever spices you want, and then you put it in the bottom of the air fryer and you become like crunchy like, little like, nugget. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> air fryers. Yeah. Air you, fryers. you do like a little technology. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in bits. Though it is, I mean, truth be told, it's nothing but a like super fast convection oven, right? Wow. Yeah. I love a convection oven. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how I live, would live without my air fryer now. Like French fries, for, uh, you rewarming yeah, French fries? You would never do that before. You're never gonna like save the French fries and warm them up yeah. again. No. Yeah, at a restaurant, you're like, <laughs> no, nah, right? But now, yeah, now, don't touch it. No, they're like brand new. Yeah, I love it. So, <laughs> so do you cook on the RV? Do you cook on the RV a lot? Yeah, I do. Um, one of the reasons why we got an RV, um, we've been RVing since 2004. And uh, we bought it when we were, we've been producing TV for about 22 years. You had and a fishing show. We had a fishing show. <laughs> and with that, we were doing boat shows and trade shows and filming um, from Texas all the way up to New York, um, really all saltwater states. And we were just starting out, so we thought what better way was to haul our trade show booth behind the RV and hit the road. Um, I was also diagnosed with thyroid cancer the year after we started all of it. And to me, uh, when I looked around at the hospital and it was women my age, I thought, well, what, what happened in our lifespan so far that why am I seeing women my age? And I just kept researching food and things we were putting in our bodies and re looked at my, you know, kitchen and my pantry and um, decided, you know, no more processed foods, um, you know, no more white sugar and things like that. So uh, really it was important to me to be able to travel and uh, have our food and have control of it. And, you know, plus sleep in your own sheets and, you know who's been touching the remote. <laughs> and, you know, so and you picked its butt? I did. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Hell yeah, and, Patrice. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I feel like I'm healthier because of it. You know, it made me really focus on staying healthy and, and being fit. And so, and really watching what we put in our bodies. You know, still have fun, still enjoy life, um, and have that, you know, ice cream treat or whatever every now and then. But for the most part, being able to control our own food. So I learned how to cook, you know, and have good food here on the RV. A lot of it is prep. A lot of it is what you do before you, you know, load up. And um, I'm able to, you know, make a lot of our stuff and freeze it and pack it along with us. And so all I have to do is uh, reheat it or... Not in the microwave, though. Though I do see a mi I do, I do see a microwave up there in the corner. It's a convection oven, though, too. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, That's also, tinfoil tin is my best friend because you you can do anything out on the open flame. And it, and it tastes better, too, as long as you wrap it enough times in tinfoil. <laughs> right. Just throw the potato in the fire, come back in yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah. The Heck corn, yeah. the corn. Yeah. Oh, all of it tastes so good. Just roll it around in some coals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a little jealous now. <laughs> so 
so am I. I'm not going to be on the road probably for, oh gosh, till May. So we're home just getting everything ready for season two. So that's fun. So uh, I want to talk a little bit more about like what it's like to, you know, if you're going to go on a road trip in an RV, what are some like just fun tips and tricks such as the tinfoil to, <laughs> to feed your family uh, without having to go to the restaurants and stop at Applebee's yeah. every for dinner every night? Yeah, you know, for me, it's prep um, because certainly after a day of work or even a day of hiking, uh, who wants to just work a whole lot more? So um, I make a lot of um, chili or spaghetti sauce homemade and then freeze it laying flat. And then mm. that way it you know kind of files in and, and fits in the freezer real good. Um, I get a lot of uh, chicken breasts and I individually um, wrap those up so that you can pull out as many as you need. Um, grilling is just a big deal. You know, when we're here, I want to be outside enjoying. So I try to do as much as I can out there. Um, we have a little portable grill um, and a, with a griddle. And, you know, from breakfast to lunch, dinner. Um, and then on your way, don't be afraid to stop at some local flavors, you know, or those farmers markets and pick up some little extras. Um, one of my favorite things is jams and jellies from the areas because they always use the fruit, you know, uh, down here in the South, a lot of kumquat trees. So they're kumquat jellies. You know, if you're from Arizona, you're going <laughs> to like a what? You know, what, is, what is that? <laughs> you can make barbecue sauces with that jelly. I've made vinaigrettes with the jelly, you know, just a little tablespoon of the jelly with your favorite vinegar mm -hmm. and oil. Um, salt and pepper, and it just changes everything. Um, you know, grill up vegetables and make a hot salad with that vinaigrette. Um, yeah, you're lucky I ate lunch before I was here. <laughs> I, I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going grocery shopping right after this. <laughs> oh, definitely eat something or else you're dangerous. You're dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous. It is very dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Life on the Road <laughs> Tips and yeah. Tricks by Patrice McCabe everybody <laughs> I love so having all... snacks as many snacks too as we can you know always having nuts a, a good protein snack or um, a really good jerky that doesn't have a lot of the nitrates um, you know something and definitely drinking a ton of water another thing yeah. you can make in your air fryer there you go make your own you jerky go. Yeah. You, you, yes, you use can. your bigger one at the house before you leave Make oh. a bunch of it, and you got now jerky I'm for the Now I'm Googling jerky recipes. If you Googling jerky recipes. I mean, I guess Florida, you got a lot of hunters down there or anything? You, yes. Yeah, we should Deer do. jerky. Deer jerky. Deer jerky. Venison deer jerky. jerky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not always big on venison, like steak, or I, I don't mind like a chili, but like yeah. the jerky, you cannot go wrong, you know, yeah. turning it into jerky. Cause we, uh, we raise... We have chickens, so I usually trade eggs for ground venison from a friend of mine. So, yeah. you're a chicken lady as well, huh? Yeah, I mean, you can't beat fresh eggs. I mean, it is wonderful, and chickens are easy. We can go on a trip. All I need is somebody to you know walk over and check on them and make sure they have water and some food, and they kept keep the eggs while we're gone. So, All right? Have you ever heard of Lisa Steele? No. 
She is the queen of the coop. She's uh, she literally is like the number one authority on chicken on backyard chickening. I, right on. Um, she's she's she'll she'll air on my Easter episode. I'm gonna put it in my phone right now. Lisa, yeah. So she's the she's the egg lady. She wrote a she has a blog and a book. Um, awesome. It's going on now, Lisa Steele. Awesome. And uh, so that that'll actually air on Easter. Um, so I'm saving it because she's the egg lady. So I figure yeah. eggs. And, Eggs I'll be watching. Easter, so <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> she has a new cookbook out. Uh, I'm trying to find it in my notes from before, but uh, she's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it up to her in your hour, with her. <laughs> right? Uh, anyway, uh, so you're gonna get to go. To, I'm surprised you didn't go fishing. I didn't make it to Maine for any of the fishing. Uh, no, show. no, not yet. Just a little bit at the. Um, the Space Coast episode, um, the the campground we were in is all included. You've got your own pier, fishing pier. Oh, go Fre- ahead. Fresh eggs daily. I just remembered. I didn't even see in my notes. It just popped back into my head. Fresh eggs yeah. daily. Okay, good one. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I know. I feel your pain. you got to get it out when it pops <laughs> This Space Coast episode, Kevin got to do a little fishing off the pier. Um, actually, caught a Spanish mackerel <laughs> right off the off the pier. There, that campground is so cool because you've got your own private beach, you've got your own campground uh, fishing pier, and you can sit out there and watch the cruise ships come by right out of the port. And these things are massive; they're like skyscrapers just floating by you. Oh yeah, I'm in Savannah. And so, have you ever been? You ever been over here? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so we got the yeah the containers oh, just yeah. coming through. I, I remember when I first moved here, and I was working on the river, and the boats would come by, and the bar would have boat shots. So they'd just be like dollar shots every time like a boat. <laughs> uh, we've actually fished in Tybee Island on the fishing show. We were uh, right off of Savannah. Oh yeah. Um, we fished off of there uh, with a uh, charter captain that's based out of there, out of Tybee. American Fishing Charters. American Fishing Charters in Tybee. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I'm about 15 minutes from Tybee right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we love Savannah. I mean, it is it is such a cool place and uh, definitely getting to be more uh, foodie-oriented. Uh, I mean, it's awesome. Oh, it is. I <clears throat> Secretly, I, I like to go to Hilton Head better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also Hilton Head uh, lets my dogs hang out on the beach and Tybee doesn't let dogs on the beach so take that Tybee right I mean it's you, all about dogs right and you would think it'd be the other way around because like Hilton Head's you know like golf cart Riviera You're right. right whereas like Tybee is redneck Riviera <laughs> and so you would think that the dogs would be more welcome in redneck Riviera <laughs> but no the golfers, golfers love the dogs. Like, bring the dog, bring them to the beach. That's no, fine. <laughs> right out. Well, then Hilton Head gets my vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what? Uh, any other out of the way places you're planning for season two? Uh, uh, New Mexico, which is so wonderfully weird and uh, beautiful. Um, there's so much in there that uh, we haven't seen. So, definitely uh, New Mexico. 
Um, we are going to be going back to Nebraska. So yeah, back to Nebraska. There's North Dakota. There. I'm very curious. What is in North Dakota? I don't I know. know. Let me tell you, I, I've been trying to get somebody in North Dakota to answer me back because I thought the same thing is, you know, we would love to show people North Dakota. Uh, <laughs> it's so, like, it's like Canada, but in America, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I've, I've never been to North Dakota. <laughs> it's Fargo. I, I, well, Fargo, Fargo's in North Dakota, right? Yes. But you got to say it right. You got to say Fargo. Fargo. <laughs> Did I say it right? No, Fargo. Fargo. <laughs> Fargo. <laughs> that's the best. That's I, eh? That's the best. That's the best Canadian accent I can do, eh? Hey, that wasn't bad. <laughs> did, did, does you, did your family, ha- does Nebraska have an accent? Uh, very Midwest. Not as Midwest as uh, Minnesota or, you know, Fargo. But, you know, <laughs> still very, very Midwest. Um, occasionally I, I get called out that I've said it very Midwest, but I don't think so. We say pop instead of soda. Um, I'm so confused about what I even say anymore. Like, I think I, I used to say pop as a kid. Where did you grow up? Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, very, very just normal American accent. We say, yeah. we say, we say milk though. Milk. Yeah. Milk. yeah. My wife hates that. She's like, it's milk. I'm like, milk. <laughs> She's like, no, it's milk. <laughs> it's milk. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing really weird that we say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. A lot of go big red, but other than that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you have an accent. Okay, good. I mean, maybe after a couple of glasses of wine, you know. So it's Possibly, I might start sounding like Sarah Palin or something. I don't know. Because my wife's from here, so she's from she's from Savannah. So you don't know she doesn't really have an accent normally. But after a couple of glasses, all of a sudden she's That's southern. Right. I'm like, well, yeah. hey, you you are southern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I I I'll accidentally throw on this sometimes. Which is, you do it well. You, you know, just slid right into that, right? Just, I don't. I mean, but this is how people from like Ohio, some parts of Ohio talk is like this. Well, the closer you get to Kentucky, yeah, uh-huh. or West Virginia, <laughs> yeah. you know. But Columbus, Ohio. This is this is your basic. Okay. <laughs> this is your basic. Just normal. Yeah. Uh, the other two people you saw in season one with us um, are Dave and Carla Birch, and they they actually retired um they he is from the ohio state university he uh you know is a buckeye um but they lived right across the border from ohio and kentucky uh but grew up ohio kentucky (laughs) (laughs) and then have retired and moved out to arizona so uh, i'm very familiar with with the ohio folks (laughs) (laughs) we have four major cities okay four (laughs) Cincinnati is a super cool city. And they um, were just in the Super Bowl. I know. I know. How is that could... even possible? I still haven't wrapped my head around it. They didn't I win. But... So happy for that Joe Burrow. <laughs> He's from Athens, Ohio, and that's where my family lives at for, uh, where Ohio University is. Okay. Not, not Ohio State, not but, right, but Ohio University. <laughs> um, 
and he's from there. He went to Athens High School. And so everybody from my hometown, I'm actually from California, but where my family has been for a very long time, uh, was just losing their shit, right? Like, you know, he's a, he's a hometown celebrity from this super tiny little town. Yeah. Southeast Ohio. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, and that's another, I mean, I would love to go to Cincinnati and go to Ohio and, you know, you've got your own chili and the way you, you serve it there on spaghetti noodles. <laughs> Skyline chili, I think. Skyline chili. <laughs> so we were uh, filming in Nebraska at Arbor Lodge. And when we showed up, the the um, coordinator that was going to do the interview with us and tell us about the uh, the mansion there she shows up in these bicycle bloomers circa 1890s. Mm-hmm. And she was a hoot. But her whole thing was she wanted Skyline Chili <laughs> when she found out Dave and Carla were from Ohio. So we sent her um, a case of Skyline Chili cans. <laughs> that was nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> She really put it out there. She showed up in this these bicycle bloomers and wore them well, and it was just a, it was a blast. So, Skyline Chili, the In and Out Burger of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what the Arbor Day started there, right? That was right, right. Because there wasn't yeah. there wasn't trees there. No, the Mortons moved out there, um, and I believe they were coming from Chicago. And once they got out there, um, and he was a contractor, I believe, for Fort Kearney um, at the time. And he realized that the the wind out there is brutal, um, you know, and it, there was nothing to stop it. So they said, if we want to thrive out here and we want to stay here, we need to plant. So he um, they, they spurred the Arbor Day movement. That first year that they planted, they planted a million trees um, in you know the late 1800s, for them to spread the word and get a million trees planted was pretty impressive. Some real um, life Johnny Appleseed stuff. Exactly. <laughs> now it's just it's all over the world, you know, and and it's it's celebrated. So uh, way to go, Nebraska. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like we probably should have been appreciating the trees before, but now we have a whole day dedicated to it. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I agree. But it's any day is a good day to go hug a tree, guys. (laughs) Hug a tree or smell a tree. Um, If you haven't, that was one of my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Ponderosa pines out west are my favorite thing to smell. Um, You know, I always say I wasn't gifted this nose if if I didn't enjoy smelling so much. Uh, It's kind of an Italian curse in my family. (laughs) But, uh, that's how, that's how you cook so well. <laughs> oh, yes, I guess. But I've been walking around all my life with this. So, <laughs> But smelling the Ponderosa Pines are just incredible. So if you're hiking the Grand Canyon or anywhere in the Southwest, stop and smell a Ponderosa Pine. It'll either smell like vanilla or butterscotch. Really? And yes, I'm not lying. It's fantastic. I feel like I've never smelled a ponderosa pine. Now, now I got to go find one. Yeah, now you're just going to be walking around. They're going to they're going to call the cops on you. There's a guy walking around just smelling <laughs> my neighborhood. Excuse me, sir. Do you mind if I just sniff your tree real quick? <laughs> I promise it'll be quick. It's not creepy at all. I swear. It's not creepy at all. 
<laughs> I was born. Uh, I was born in the Redwoods, and uh, Sonoma, Sonoma County, California. Wow, I've not seen them. Oh, on my list. That's that's coming. I've not seen. You, you've them. you've never been to the Redwoods? Never. Oh, you gotta go. I mean, I and if you can't make it, just watch Return of the Jedi. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where they no. got it. I want to see them. I want to see them in person. I, I am a tree hugger. I got to go meet them. You're not going to get your arms. No. Barely, you know, no. You're going to need you're gonna, you're gonna need the whole crew to just <laughs> hug the tree. Right. <laughs> oh. They're so tall, too. Like it's, like, it's like being in New York City, but it's trees. And it's just way up there. They're just, yeah. they just, they're so high. It's crazy. Impressive. Right? Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, so if we hadn't wiped out all the forests, we would have these huge, amazing trees like all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, and then when you come back, you know, let's say to Florida, and we've got pretty tall pines, but yeah, as you know, in Savannah. In Savannah yeah, we got the pines. Like pines next to palm trees. It's very, yeah. nobody expects that. Like when people come to the South and they're not from the South, they're like, expect palm trees, right? And then they're just pine trees all over the place. I'm like, oh, I expected. No, we're still in America. Yeah. <laughs> Pine is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Though I do prefer the palm trees. I don't. But pine trees are a real pain in the butt. They're messy. They're messy. Okay. They're mess. Yeah. Good for good fire starter though. Oh yeah. All the they, pine. They, all the pine straw. Like I have so much pine yeah. straw in my backyard. <laughs> and those logs. When the logs of the pine trees uh, burn, those that's all the pops and the snaps that you mm-hmm. hear. Sugar in. Them. And you get you get the you get the pine smoke scent. Out of it too, right? So, yeah. Scratch and sniff fire. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. <laughs> uh, paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Well, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to get Motor Trend to send you uh, to the Redwoods because you can also try wine and you know fun things across Sonoma. And um, I was yeah. born I was born in Monte Rio. Which is a very tiny, tiny little. I mean, I haven't been there in th- th- thirty years. Wow! <laughs> but very. I remember it being a very tiny, tiny town. I like the small towns. I like. Uh, I, I like getting out of the cities. You know, when you're younger, yeah, I like going and seeing the things, and you know, crossing it off the list. But it's I love getting out in those small towns because they still keep a lot of the traditions, and just walking into the little unassuming dive bars or you know and they just mm-hmm. that's where the traditions are kept alive you well, know that's where the people are yeah yeah that you actually want to talk to yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or just watch <laughs> or just yeah very entertaining crowd yeah. um speaking of wineries um we did do um virginia we went up to the Blue Ridge up there, and we shot a lot of our promo videos and pilot up there before the series. And uh, one of our cameramen uh, was up there and was his uh, suggestion. And we got to go on uh, a vineyard, the King's Family Vineyard up there, and it's in Crozet. And it's C-R-O-Z-E-T, but I believe they call it Crozet. I don't know. Crozet, Crozet, (laughs) Crozet. But it's... uh, (laughs) I mean, Virginia is becoming uh, one of the big wine producers. They've got a lot of vineyards out there, and it was really impressive. You just it don't was. think you just don't think that the that the temperature 
it's, no. it's not temperate. It's, no. no, you think in California, yeah, but you know, this was, um, I probably had some of the, the best red, a red blend, um, there that I've, that I've ever really? had it. And I don't like, I, I don't, I can't drink white wine. Uh, for some reason it, you know, Chardonnays and all that give me a headache, but give me a red. I'm good. But hmm. I could, their, their Chardonnay was very too much sugar. Cause you don't need that much sugar. It, it must be. I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, but, cause the sugar content from red to white is exorbitant. Oh, okay. Well, then that might do it. But give me a red anytime. <laughs> <laughs> me too. My my wife's a uh, Sauvignon Blanc girl, which I like. I like grapefruits, so I'm in, I'm, in, I'm into that on occasion. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of grapefruits, but no, I, I, we grew up with uh, eating grapefruits with the grapefruit spoon. Oh yeah, my mom had those. Yeah, yeah little serrated, little, little serrated spoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made specifically for grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> How much sugar did you put on top of it? I didn't. Kid? I mean, there was times when we tried it, but like that was usually at my grandpa's house. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I don't. I don't put anything on my corn either. My grandpa always put salt on watermelon as well. You ever do that? Oh yeah, they do that down here in this in Florida. I've never, I've never done that, seen that. I mean. I, down here is it's crazy. good it doesn't need it it doesn't need it but it but it's it's good because you know salt just brings out flavor so it it, yeah. it does give it this you know it gives it a salty tang to your to your watermelon yeah. try, try it on one bite sometime just so you can say you tried it okay i had an <laughs> uncle who used to uh mow his yard or his, his land he'd sit on his riding tractor and he'd have a green apple in one hand and his salt shaker in the other hand and he oh my uncle Pete used to eat his apple like that. Like, oh my word! I mean, Pete. I mean, I don't know. I guess stuff didn't have much flavor back in the day. Who, who knows? Maybe it was just weird. Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'll eat. I'll eat corn right off the cob. You don't even have to cook it. Like if it's like you know fresh, yeah. right off the right, ear okay. off the corn. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm. I, am. I agree. And then, Pete, <laughs> and then people cover it in salt and butter. Oven. It's just like why? It's so good by itself. Yeah. I love fresh tomatoes, like summer tomatoes, just anything fresh, any of the uh, gorgeous vegetables, you know, when you can grow them right. Um, and not the store-bought kind. I feel like the store-bought tomatoes don't taste like tomatoes anymore. No, and they're always white on the inside, which is weird. Yeah. Tomatoes are supposed to be yeah. red. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think Roma is about, you know, but even those seem like they're flavorless and like, yeah. Yeah. My sad, art. really sad for the vegetables at the store now. Right, <laughs> and then and then we also have this talk around the campfire after a bottle of wine or so. We have a chat about the underappreciated vegetables. Mm. You, know, you know, like there are so many underappreciated ones. Go on, like, like eggplant. You know, mm. on a grill, it's just wonderful. And uh, radishes, you know, they're kind of underappreciated. So. Zucchini, squash. Zucchini. <laughs> Everyone's Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Oh, I don't think they're underappreciated. I think they just get a bad rep from half the population. I know. People. Air fryer, air fryer, Brussels sprouts. Have right. you done this one? Yeah, I have actually. And, well, you know, I think, I think people who don't like Brussels sprouts just haven't discovered balsamic reduction. So. Yeah, or, <laughs> or uh, the air fryer. <laughs> or the air fryer. The air fryer. With balsamic, because uh-huh. <laughs> it, it really does just oh, it's like candy. 
They're yeah. Like, it's like almost, it's healthy candy. Yeah. All crispy and then like, because, you know, that balsamic's sweet and candy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That pan, no, it's. Now I'm gonna now I wanna go fry some Brussels sprouts. Yeah, now you're gonna you're gonna go to the store first and you're gonna buy like five bags of Brussels sprouts. I already have the balsamic reduction, so we're halfway there. <laughs> we're having Brussels sprouts for dinner. What are you having for dinner? Um, so my house smells insane right now because I've had uh, short ribs in the crock pot since this morning yeah. um, in a uh, vanilla porter. Oh. And onions and garlic. And that's it. It's mm. been in there for and then I'm making um a cabbage hash, just sauteing it with some onions and a little bit of vinegar, kind of like a sauerkraut, but a hot hot sauerkraut. Yeah. And uh, Can I come over for dinner? Yeah, come on, bring your Brussels sprout and uh balsamic production. <laughs> done. Done. I love a good and potluck. Yeah, and a homemade um uh not soda bread, but like a beer bread instead of the, the leavening. You just mm-hmm. use a little bit of beer. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I always do something very traditional for St. Patty's Day. Um, always have an Irish feast. My dad was Irish, born on St. Patrick's Day. Um, and every year my mom used to, my mom's Italian. She used to attempt to make a, a dinner in his honor on his birthday and she would always make boiled ham and cabbage mm-hmm. and it was boiled with potatoes mm-hmm. and yeah no, no no my grandpa um, made that <laughs> i think this day is probably why i don't like ham i blame it on that and so uh, yeah mm-hmm. it was just as a kid you didn't when you came oh. home from school and you smelled that, oh it smells terrible oh no so i've always you know kind of really big on flavor and and uh this this is Every year we always have something. I'm also making like a really spicy, get you right in the sinus, um, horseradish sauce for the short ribs. Oh, I am very jealous of your dinner right now. I'm on over. (laughs) (laughs) I I make uh, for New Year's. So I'm from Ohio. So down here they do, you know, uh, black eyed peas. But (laughs) up there uh, we sauerkraut. And so every New Year's Day, pork and sauerkraut. If I don't have a bite of sauerkraut, it's it's good for money, I guess. Right. See, so if you don't have your sauerkraut, then you're going to be poor for the rest of the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so, that, like, I'll have people over, and they're like, well, "Where's the black eyed peas?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. Yeah, you have to have sauerkraut." And they're like, "No, you're in the South. You have to have black eyed peas." So now I have to make both. <laughs> oh gosh! What a double hitter, right there! Yeah, the house stinks, and my wife hates sauerkraut too. So. <laughs> it's like, what the? Uh, oh, it just smells like a big nasty socks in here. I know, yeah, but it's delicious. And... <laughs> <laughs> I put the mashed potatoes, pork, and sauerkraut, and just oh yeah, mix it all together. Heck yeah, I'd rather do that than the black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing. I'll, maybe I'll adopt that tradition. Okay, you're welcome. Sauerkraut. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, hey. It seems. It seems like sauerkraut's it, really good for you. Sauerkraut's super good for you because it's fermented. Mm-hmm. So you have all those um, probiotics that are really good for your gut. Yeah, I had a buddy who, will, after I'm done, he will take the leftover juice and he just puts it in a glass and drinks it. Drinks it. Yes. I mean, it's good for you, but I'm not doing it. 
Uh, he loves sour beers too, though. He loves it. so like yeah. He'll drink. He just yeah. drink, he'll buy pickles, and then he he won't eat the pickles. He'll just drink the fucking juice. <laughs> so our, our camera guy, uh, one of our cameramen, he on when we're sweating. It, I mean, and they're working harder than we are because they're carrying the cameras and they're just pouring and losing a lot of sweat. He will drink. He'll buy a jar of pickles and keep it in the car. And he just drinks the juice right there. For electrolytes? Um, yeah, electrolytes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm. He has a pack of gum next to him too though, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not getting that close to him after he does that. <laughs> Touche, Patrice. Touche. <laughs> oh, those sour beers. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Yeah. We were in Asheville. Mm-hmm. And they have all those breweries. And yep, yep. Sour beer is a big thing. And. Uh, my description of a sour beer recently, somebody asked me, I think it was my mom asked me what they taste like. And I, uh, I said, it tastes like a burp. It's like a burp where you get a little vomit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take that, sour beer lovers. That's what Take us that. non-sour beers. Sorry, that's just me, though. <laughs> I don't think you're that far off. I can't drink them. I'm just, I don't get it at all. But on the opposite end of that, I don't like mead either because it's way too sweet. Yeah. I, yeah. I've had that at a renaissance festival. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want a hangover? Drink a lot of mead. Yeah. That'll, oh, that'll do it for you. Yeah. Like the middle oh, ground. I'm a good, I like a, I like a, a wit or a, you know, a yeah. wheat beer. Yeah, me too. But the, the short ribs that I've got cooking, I wanted a little bit of sweet. So I have that vanilla porter oh, in there. I love a vanilla I porter. Oh, I do too. And it's insane smelling in there. I can't go in there. My dogs are in there right now and I'm I'm sure they're tortured. Oh yeah, you're killing me just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. This has been fun. <laughs> it has. Very much. Thank you. Uh you want to give any shout outs to uh the puppies or anything? <laughs> <laughs> where, where can we follow you? Where can we watch the show? Et cetera, et cetera. Just go on our website, rvthereyettv.com, and everything's on there. Click, keep, click all the buttons. We've got the the episodes are on there. You can click and go watch. If you haven't seen them on Discovery or, or Motor Trend, um, you can find out where you can watch them. Um, you can, all the trips. Um, so we have the Google Maps um, of all of the episodes that we did. We've put the trips mm. on there. So if you liked what you saw and you want to go ride UTVs up in the Coronado National Forest, go find the Arizona episode and print out that Google map. And, you know, you can go do everything we did. Um, but yeah, rvtherietv.com. Uh, just, just go there. Go like us on Facebook too. We love chatting with everybody. Uh, it's usually, you know, me, Kevin and Carla are always on there talking to everybody. So yeah. It's not that we have, this is it. It's, it's a very small, what you see on TV is who's doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's the whole crew people. Yeah. That, that, that and the guy secretly drinking pickle juice on the side. Yeah. Secretly drinking pickle juice <laughs> by himself. <laughs> and chasing it down with his sour beer. Yeah. That, that man is definitely, definitely from the North. awesome go watch rv there yet and uh patrice thank you so much for hanging out with me today thank you for having me this was a blast and good luck on the rest of your journeys and have fun in maine take a coat oh 
We will, and I'll be watching you too. I've, I've, I've subscribed on Facebook, oh. and I love watching your podcast and making me hungry. The oyster fucking <laughs> one had me wanting seafood. So, oh, thank you. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. We have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, tell the rest of the crew that I said hello and uh, enjoy that dinner. Oh, I will. Make sure you have a little schnicken before you go to the grocery store. I'm definitely going to or I'm just going to buy too much junk. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Patrice. Thank Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, go watch my television series and uh, go watch RV There Yet. Rock and roll. <laughs>